Hey, this is Tim Jones, creator of the Sour Grapes comic strip, and you're listening to Soul Wizard on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to Soul Wizard. You're thinking, you're people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 353 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. No eating people. (laughs) (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Rakins. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This week, we've got a very special guest, one of our very best friends in the world of podcasting and in the world just in general. From the Fans on Patrol podcast, we had to bring him in, Mr. Montego Brett. Oh, thank you. Thank you, family, for, for welcoming me back. You know, I know I came last time and I acted a damn fool and it's been a while, but I'm back, man. Thank you all so much for letting me back in the door. I really appreciate y'all. I'm feeling oh. fast and dangerous. Go ahead. Let's go. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for coming on. It's been a while. Uh, there is no special occasion or any reason while you're, while you're here. I just decided halfway through the week last week, we should have Montego on. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Good idea. Do and, it. Here he and here he is. So fantastic. Uh, you. Our right, listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to talk a little bit of news, including our first look at Venom 2, Carnage Boogaloo. And then <laughs> we're going to review direct from Amazon Prime. Michael B. Jordan is without remorse. But before we get into all that, how the hell is everyone doing? Markellis Reagans, how are you? I am doing good. I'm doing good. I'm about 40% done with this project that I've been working on, and I'm very excited. Um, I also want to give a quick shout out to people in uh, High Point, North Carolina, because uh, I gave my sister some uh, face masks, some Sozer face masks, a little while ago. And now, uh, as she was wearing it at work, someone actually recognized it. So I was what? like, they were like, hey, that they they know that show. And my sister was like, you know, very proud of me. So, uh, yeah, shout out to everyone in High Point, North Carolina, especially if you go to Biscuitville, which sounds amazing. Uh, I don't know what that is, but I'm, I'm ready to go right now. <laughs> Biscuitville just sounds amazing. I want to go to my biscuit. <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to nice everyone in uh, High Point. Biscuits. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was, very, it was very, very cool. It was very, very cool. Um, but, yeah, that's all I'm doing. All right. Aubrey, what's going on? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) I haven't done much. I had surgery on uh, Tuesday and I spent the rest of the week just laying in bed. And um, I actually had to call out of work one day. So that was miserable because I don't call out of work. They they were wondering if they should actually send an ambulance to my house because I never call out of work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it must be serious. (laughs) So how are you that's feeling? All I've done is play Pokemon Snap and lay in bed. And how are you feeling now? 
Um, I'm getting better. Okay. And every day is different. Well, we hope the rest of your transition goes very well. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been canceled. All right. Montego Bradley from Fans on Patrol. It's great to have you back. Tell us a little bit about Fans on Patrol and tell us how you're doing. Well, first of all, man, I'm doing really, really good. There's a lot of things been going on with Fans on Patrol and if you guys listen to this show and you like it, you probably would like us. You know, it's me, uh, Chippewa's movie. We, we get on a show and we talk about little nerd news, kind of like this show, and we talk about whatever's big that week. You know, we we normally do a movie, you know, just like this show, and uh, we, we're we're a lot like this show, man. So you know, it's <laughs> just a little different. <laughs> I got an angry, mad at every at the world co-host, and then it's me. <laughs> I try to be. Positive, <laughs> opposite of her every week. So, you know, there we go. Uh, but, you know, fans of Patrol, man, that's all we do. And we've been putting out a lot of, you know, trying to do things different. A lot of videos and, you know, YouTube and stuff like that. Just just trying to leave our mark in the world, man. So I'm doing great because I've been working really hard at that stuff. And I finally got a bump. But, you know, it's a little something a little funny thing about that. But check us out, man. You know, fans of Patrol. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, as for me, my friends, I'm doing great this week. I am not working this week. I am out of work. I'm in between jobs this week. I had enough PTO built up at my prior job, which I can now safely say was Whole Foods Market. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I had enough uh, PTO built up where I could take a week off of work in between jobs and it wouldn't matter. I'd be paid for it because they pay out your PTO when you leave. So I had two weeks uh, of time off built up and I decided to use basically use one week of it to, you know, take a week off in between jobs. So I've just been resting and um, work still working at job number two, but that's only like a few hours. So it's not a big deal. And I'm just working on breaking my sleep schedule. So I'm not, in my third shift mode when I'm trying to work first shift next week. So. Oh, you you returning back to a human being like the rest of us and stuff, huh? You come coming back to normal. That's right. It's it's going to be a very strange change, but yeah, uh, I'll still be at job number two, and um, just not going to be working at three in the morning. So it's going to be a little harder to post uh, pre post tweets <laughs> for the day, but I'm sure I'll make it work. But yeah, that's that's all I've been doing. I've been going to the gym relaxing uh, i'm down even more weight so now i'm down uh 23 pounds since i started um so and i'm feeling good i'm looking good loving it loving life so everything's great on my end but enough about us let's talk about us mark ellis reagan's why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more so was her podcast All right, so everybody can go over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. Uh, You'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, You'll find some recommendations on new movies, books, and TV shows from the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there. We have a tea public store where you can shop to get some t-shirts, sweatshirts, journals, coffee mugs, baby onesies, all types of things with the SoWizard Podcast logo and designs all over it. Uh, You can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, 
We have Twitter. We have Instagram. So definitely get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find our show wherever podcasts are found, including Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, my personal favorite, Spotify. We have a YouTube page with videos going up constantly from Adam Mollyhawk, including movie reviews, trailers, uh, trailer reactions, and interviews. Uh, we have a Patreon page where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month, and you will be receiving bonus content and exclusive content from everyone here at the show. Shout out to all of our podcasting family in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. I want to ask you something. What? Where are you from? You're not from Guilin, are you? I... I'm from Japan. Japan? I know it. It's a foreign country, right? That will never not be tired to me. I love that. <laughs> I feel like we've used it every week since Joey made you take a sound drop of it. I'll, I'll make some more uh, Shenmue uh, sound drops for you, Mark. I know you love them. So. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, it looks like there's stuff to talk about, so let's drop the drop and let's talk the news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right. So this week in nerdy news, uh, we got a little bit of casting news going on. Uh, an actress that uh, fanboys and fangirls might be familiar with, Hannah John Kamen. You may remember her from playing Ghost in Ant-Man and a Wasp. And uh, she also had a, a good part in uh, Ready Player One. She is been she has been cast as Red Sonia, uh, a movie that Millennium Films have been trying to make for 20 years now, it feels like. I still remember Rose McGowan, like... Uh, Almost getting that part, like when Robert Rodriguez was going to direct it. Uh, but yeah, she's been around for a little bit. Definitely a fan of, uh, or definitely uh, a face that nerds would know, uh, especially if you watch the Killjoys. Uh, but yeah, she's going to be Red Sonia coming up in a new movie. So uh, what do we think about this casting? And are we fans of Red Sonia? Let's start with our guest, Montego Bradley. Yes, sir. Um, funny enough, man, I, I just watched Ant-Man last Ant-Man and the Wasp last night. Um, and so I got a good look at her. Uh, she's um, I don't know, man. She looked a, a, a little a little small in uh, Ant-Man. But, you know, I guess Hollywood can pump everybody up and put their muscles on her and stuff like that. <laughs> so, you know, interesting. You know, she's a multiracial person. And the, the old red Sonya, what, what was she? Uh, uh, Conan's old girlfriend. <laughs> and then all of us in 1985 and uh, i've never seen that movie i've seen i saw conan but i never saw the original 1985 uh red sonya but i knew it was like pretty much under the same vein and stuff like that it's and so <laughs> nah, i know i know it was terrible <laughs> just, just just for people talking about it <laughs> but um i don't know man um she looks a lot better like um as a regular person self, mm -hmm. other than she did in Ant-Man. I saw some pictures of her online. I was like, man, she's pretty fine, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so put a little muscles on her. Everything should be looking pretty good. So 
Am I looking forward to Red Sonia? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> if she's in it, will I care? Uh, I don't know. It depends on what the trailer looks like, you know, and because things been so slim pickings now these days, who knows uh, if I'm going to be like, oh, this is cool. You know, but we'll see. Once the trailer come out, it'll decide whether I'm excited. The fact that she's in this movie, am I excited? Not really. But, yeah. you know, there you go. All right. All right. Aubrey, what about you? Are you familiar with Red Sonia? And uh, how do you feel about this actress uh, taking over the role? Um, I like the actress. I've, I haven't seen the movie um, or anything like that. I know I've heard of Red Sonia. I just don't know much about Red Sonia. Okay. All right. Joy, what about you, dude? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm a big Conan fan. And uh, obviously, when you read Conan comics and stuff, that includes Red Sonia. So uh, I do like the character quite a bit. And the movie from what? When the hell was it? 1985, I want to say? 85, yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's so boring. It's not good at all. Um, Bridget Nelson as uh, Red Sonia. I guess that's good casting because she's huge, but like she's not a good actress. So very strange uh, movie. Not very good. But uh, yeah, Hannah John Kamen is smoking hot. So if she's not going to be cast as my girlfriend, I guess I will accept <laughs> the second best thing, which is her being cast as Red Sonia. Throw a red wig on her. We're good to go. Um, like Montego said, it's really going to depend on you know the script, the trailer. You know, like the actual movie. I don't think there's a huge groundswell for this project. I don't see anybody banging down the doors of studios demanding a Red Sonia film. But they're going to make it regardless of whether we want it or not. So hopefully it's good because we'll probably be watching it on the show. <laughs> you know, I own this movie and I've never watched it. I've <laughs> never even opened it. Uh, I, I had no idea that Brigitte Nielsen was <laughs> was the lead in this movie. I just that you just blew my mind right there. I do remember thinking as a kid, because my dad was a huge Conan fan, had like a ton of Conan comic books, like the big ones, big magazine size books. Um, and I remember when they were making a Red Sonja movie and Arnold Schwarzenegger was in it, I just assumed he was going to be Conan because it came after those. Uh, but he I, he's not. Is that right, it's Joey? Like Conan in all name, in name, <laughs> in everything except name, basically. He, he was Lord K K Keldar or something like that in that movie. Yeah, he's, I think it's a rights issue where they can't call him Conan in it, yeah. but he's he's Conan. <laughs> That's so funny. Can you imagine if they made like a Supergirl movie and they cast Christopher Reeve, but not as Superman? <laughs> Other guy with the S. <laughs> I, if we've all haven't seen it or haven't seen it in a long time, I, I mean, it's it really sounds like a Patreon uh, pick coming up sooner rather than later. You know? Yeah, six point nine million dollars. Oh wow! And, and, and eighty five money. That's a that's a lot. <laughs> it's a, that's oh, okay. a decent amount. That's like twelve million dollars now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll see. I don't know anything about the director, but I do like her. Uh, like I said, they've been trying to make this Red Sonja movie forever. I remember uh, the Jason Momoa Conan movie that came out a while ago Ugh. was not good. <laughs> not good at all. <laughs> so uh, maybe, I don't know. That was pre-Game of Thrones. So maybe, uh, or no. Yeah, I think that was pre-Game of Thrones. Took over the world. It was. Yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe the world is different now. Maybe we're ready for some more medieval action. All right. All right. So then uh, the next topic that i wanted to ask this is just it's kind of a weird thing actually uh so 
Army of the Dead is the new Zack Snyder movie that's going to be coming out on Netflix uh, May 21st. So May 21st, everybody can stream it, watch it, review it, whatever. Uh, but they're doing something strange with this movie or something odd uh, across the country. They're actually going to release the movie in theaters a week before it streams on Netflix. So if you are a big Zack Snyder fan, I go to Rain Man, uh, and you want to see uh, Army of the Dead on a big screen, not, you have your chance. You, a week before it comes out on Netflix, you definitely go to the theater and check it out. So this is odd because it's definitely playing into this weird time that we're in right now, whether watching movies on a big screen compares to watching them at home. So I just wanted to know what you guys' opinion were was about uh, whether you wanted to go to the theaters to watch this movie, is this movie you think worthy of going to the theaters or do, would you rather just wait a week and watch it at home? Uh, let's start with Aubrey because Aubrey, you definitely spend more time at the theaters uh, versus watching movies at home than I think most of us here. I do because I do, no one loves the theaters mm-hmm. um, and my theaters are open right now. And I will probably go to the theaters and see it honestly because i like going to the theaters the experience is different and um i like that they're offering it both ways for the people who don't want to go to the theaters and the people that do because i think that it kind of caters to both sides Mm -hmm. and they're likely to make the box office money plus more from people subscribing to netflix and whatever they make from netflix anyway so I think it's a pretty smart idea. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. And Joey, what about you, man? How do you feel about this uh, dynamic of them playing a kind of a, uh, adding on to the, the, the movie going experience with Netflix and the theaters? We're going to review it on the podcast when it drops on Netflix. So that's not a problem for me, but um, I was thinking about going to see it in the theater just because I do love going to the movies and I do want to see this. Um, I asked my son, I said, watch this trailer and tell me if it looks too scary for you. <laughs> we'll go to the movies and see it if you want to, but let me know what you think. And he said, it looks really cool, but it looks too scary. So let's just wait for it to be at home. So, there you go. <laughs> so we'll be watching it at home. But yeah, I don't have a problem going to the movies to see stuff if it looks cool. I love going to the movies. God, I think the pre-pandemic, I was going four or five times a month um, between the podcast and other things that I want to see. So I don't have a problem going to the movies. I, I like going to the movies, mm-hmm. but I don't think this is one I'm going to go to the movies and see. So, and plus, I have to go. We have to go see a different movie this weekend coming up. So, I don't know if I can fit two showings in of different movies at the movie theater. Yeah, so. you got time. You're not working. You can go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Montego. What about you, man? How do you feel about this uh, pre-release of a Netflix movie going to theaters? Oh, Netflix is going for the money grab. It's all I could think of when I was when I saw this, man. But uh, I know Wonder Woman and things, uh, HBO Max. HBO Max has been making double money, you know, mm-hmm. because they've been releasing their their um, things a week or maybe two weeks before and then like just showing it. And so they're like, yeah, the movie made forty nine million dollars during the pandemic. So, you know, that's, you know, equivalent to three hundred million dollars. So we're doing really good. And so. I'm sure the Netflix crowd looked over and was like, oh, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a marquee character, you know, I mean, as far as an actor, you know, our our boy here uh, doing the thing with Zack Snyder. So, you know, they're going to try to make, a, I guess, a, about $40 million. Funny enough, man, I hate going to the movies. Yeah. I still love it, love it, love it. But 
the podcast killed the movies for me, man. I mean, I, when I, really? When I had to go to the movies, it got to the point that I hated it so much. And I'm gonna tell you what really, really did it. What did it is that all the theaters in my area turned into, you know, pre-order your seats, and that bugged me so bad to like pre-order my seats, go sit down, and then somebody pre-orders a seat right next to you. <laughs> so I get, I get tired of that shit because you can't even get up and you can't even move, you know, because this is your seat. And so I, it got really, really bothersome for me. And so when the pandemic happened, I've gotten really used to just like waiting and, you know, it comes out on the on the, the screen and mm-hmm. it's beautiful. I, I, I love it. Um, the only movie I went to in the last year was The Empire Strikes Back. And that was a mistake because <laughs> I've, I've seen it too many times. <laughs> I almost <laughs> fell asleep. So, you know, am, am I going to go to the movies to see this? Nah. But, of course, this is just a, a simple money grab. And, and like you guys, it's, it's, I know a lot of other people, they, the movies that I've been watching on HBO Max, they have been going to the theaters uh, to watch. And so I'm like, oh, people really do still love the movie experience. And I haven't went in so long. Um, I've been saying that I'm definitely going to go watch um, Black Widow in the theaters because I got my shots. I'm feeling good. And I might, I hope it, maybe it might rekindle, you know, how much I love, used to love going to the movies before I was forced to go to the movies and pick seats. So we'll <laughs> see. I, I'm definitely going to, this, no, absolutely not. I'll wait and do it on our show on uh, Netflix. But the other movies, Saint, Shang-Chi and, uh, you know, Black Widow and some, things like that, yep. I, I'm I'm going to go to the theater. Uh, we'll see how, if, uh, if, if all the love comes back, you know. But I tell you, I'll just go at a different time like go at a time when there's not a lot of people there and if someone hey, sits joey. next to you just move hey joey i do i do you know <laughs> wait a minute y'all know i missed the button all the way to the top i'm a rule follower and i've gone in the middle of the day first showing and some person comes and sit next to me and i'm like i'm trapped <laughs> because somebody might come if i go move and sit in that seat and i don't want no static so i sit in my seat and i'm just like god Damn it! Why did you mm. come and pick a seat next to me? You know, so that happens. That's real. That's happened so many times. So ugh. you should be loving pandemic movie going though, because now if you buy a seat, they block out the three next to you on either side. So. Oh, do they? Yeah, oh, they can't yeah, have people next that. to each other. That's a, that's that's that changes a game changer. Then. <laughs> <laughs> The fuck, Montego loves the movies now. I know. I was gonna say he's gonna be reviewing movies all the time now. Right. Right. Nobody can sit next to me. That's, that's beautiful, man. Shoot. If they can guarantee food flow will be played before the movie, I will definitely maybe go see it. Oh my god. So yeah. So this week, uh, if you want to brave the elements and go out into theaters, you should be able to check out Army of the Dead playing on a big screen. I'm sure the way Zack Snyder always intended it. If not, if you want to wait a week, you can check it out on Netflix. Uh, you probably got a big TV, so it probably won't make that big of a difference. Uh, one thing I hate about going to the movie theaters is no matter where, no matter what movie I see, there's always someone there with their cell phone out, like always. Uh, yeah. And that just annoys the shit out of me. So mm-hmm. um, I know I might take the chance and go see it in the theaters because – you know, it might be good, but I know someone's going to be talking through the movie and I know someone's going to have their cell phone. So I'm going to cross my fingers and pray for the best. <laughs> All right. So then the last bit of news is we got a trailer uh, that dropped today for Venom Let There Be Carnage. 
Uh, there was a teaser at the end of the first movie that they were going to make a second one with Woody Harrelson. And now we got our first look at some footage. So, uh, yeah, let's go around the room and see what did we think of the sequel. I, you know, I got to go back to Aubrey because Aubrey Tom Hardy is the guy. Uh, I'm sure at some point he'll probably be tied up in your basement. But before that <laughs> happens, what did you think of this trailer? I like it. I'm a little bit nervous. It looks like they had Scream in there um, and Carnage. And I'm just I'm nervous that they're going to be trying too hard. I don't really know how I feel about like the the tendrils and everything coming out of Eddie all the time. And I don't know. I'm excited to see carnage. I really am. I'm Mm -hmm. super, super excited. And I'm probably going to see the movie and be super happy and ecstatic and in love. (laughs) And I just, I'm always nervous because this is a very close character to me and it's it's my husband (laughs) (laughs) so it's tough for me because i'm like oh please don't let it be bad so i i hate it and i'm (laughs) mad at him like i was with capone yeah i was gonna say if this movie sucks you're gonna be heartbroken twice twice over i am so i'm nervous he scared me with capone (laughs) i don't know how this is gonna go all right, all right, uh, Mr. Montego. How did you feel about Venom Two uh, footage? Well, you know, um, I know a lot of people didn't like the first movie, and I did. I enjoyed it, and um, this, I, I, I actually liked the, the the conversation that he was having and fixing the breakfast and stuff like that. I, I like stuff like that, man. When when people getting along and <laughs> it's awkward, and so Carnage looked the one shot that we got looked good, man, you know, and I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for for this movie. I, and I like how they revisit things, you know, going back into the same store and Eddie is being Eddie. Um, you know, a lot of people didn't like the movie, but a lot of people praised uh, Tom Hardy's, um, you know, his acting as his character, you know, that how phenomenal it was. And so uh, you can't really go wrong with Woody Harrelson, you know, I mean, he, no matter how bad a movie could be, he, he makes it better. And his I don't hair think looked it, better. Well, his hair looked pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was going on with his hair at the end of that, that movie? But yeah, man, I am. Um, I'm excited because I forgot all about this movie. Like a lot of movies, you know, like um, what's the movie with Jared Leto with the vampire? I forgot all about that. And Morbius. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's right. It was things that was right about to come. You know, they were trying to get out. Then they just shut everything down. So. I like the first one. I can't wait to see this one. And uh, um, hopefully they don't go too heavy CGI like they did with the boss fight at the end of the first movie because, it, you know, too, just too much CGI is just too much CGI. But um, I'm looking forward to it, y'all. That's all I'm saying. Good. This will be a good start to get things going back into the, into the theater. So there we go. And, and I like Tom Hardy. Not as much as Arby likes Tom, Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> like that <laughs> but i like the cat i didn't see capone I, it looked like shit and I, I decided to skip it so you know there we go mm-hmm. I, yeah i'm not even gonna talk about capone uh joey how did you feel about this footage for venom let there be carnage uh, I, I thought it looks terrible <laughs> i knew you was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> i think this looks like shit 
it, it almost looks like a microcosm of the first movie. So, you know, Venom and Eddie being bros and Tom Hardy's wacky scene-rechewing performance were the best things in Venom. And then, unfortunately, there had to be a movie that goes along with it that you had to watch. And the rest of the movie was shit. Uh, and this literally looks like the same thing. You know, the first was it a minute or two of the trailer is, you know, Eddie and Venom just being wacky and eating breakfast and going to the store. And, and that's enjoyable and funny. And you're like, oh, this kind of seems like it'd be kind of cool. And then there's, you know, 2004's hottest superhero movie shows up and it's got bad <laughs> CG and the same tired cliche storylines. And, oh, God, it looks bad. It just looks awful. Really? Oh, it's a teaser trailer. <laughs> I, just, it, I wasn't teased at all. It, it was bad. It looked bad. You know? It looked like when you're at the strip club and like, what the you have your dollar on the thing and the, the one girl starts coming towards you. It's gross, and you take the dollar back and put it away. <laughs> that, that was the te- that was enough tease for me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I just, I just didn't see anything that made me say oh wow they've they've corrected the mistakes of the first movie i can't wait to see this again it just it looks like shit so i'm i'm really not feeling it at least like you said aubrey woody harrelson got a better wig but th- they probably really... read the reviews online and were like oh man we felt oh, it looked like he was wearing straw on his head at the end of the first movie so <laughs> <laughs> really could be much worse but I, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it at all. I know what you're going to say, Mark, that you know what Joey says when he doesn't want to see Venom, colon, let there be carnage. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Oh, you're going to watch it. You're, you're still going to watch this movie. <laughs> oh, I'm well aware I'm going to watch it. I, I don't know. Hey, Aubrey, does Tom Hardy have weird hobbit feet like Brie Larson? <laughs> I haven't seen his feet, actually. He walks like he has big feet. Yeah. <laughs> You know what they say about guys with big feet? <laughs> they wear big shoes. I'm trying to think of back in Taboo, but I don't think it was. I don't think they showed his feet. They just showed his other parts. <laughs> he kind of Taboo. <laughs> oh, man. That's taking me back. Oh, Mark, you probably don't have that sound drop laying around anywhere, huh? Old school. But, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. Uh, I don't have any hype for this. I have about the same amount of hype as I have for Morbius, which is next to none. And, uh, I mean, I'll go see it. I don't have a choice, but I'm not exactly thrilled, so. Maybe it'll maybe it'll surprise me. You don't want to see Morbius? It looks. I hate Jared Leto, and it looks stupid. <laughs> All of these movies look like they take place in the same universe as Ben Affleck Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Some of us like the extended cut here. You know, there's a lot more Coolio in that one. So. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so where sure Mark Ellis is fighting, uh, fucking sandbags while Evanescence is playing. <laughs> <laughs> Take me out. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> All right. Well, Venom comes out uh, September 24th. So everybody circle that date on your calendars. Uh, yeah, I don't think that the trailer didn't really impress me at all either. I was really glad to see Michelle Williams come back. Um, and But I am rooting for this movie to, to do good because I like Andy Serkis. Uh, you know, he, obviously he's, you know, just an actor, but he's been on some of the biggest movies in a world playing characters that have like some of the most pristine CGI ever. So he knows what a good CGI character looks like. That being said, him being in a director's chair, I'm hoping that he's going to bring some of that knowledge to this movie. And, it, you know, 
it's not just two big CG characters, you know, fighting each other. You can't tell what's going on at the end of the movie. Yeah, please no. Right. So my fingers crossed for him. I like Andy Serkis. I want him to want him to do good. And something else that uh that surprised me about the trailer is that it said that it was going to be in real 3D. Like I don't know they made 3D movies anymore. <laughs> I forgot all about 3D. Like how how <laughs> old is this movie? Movie's a throwback. <laughs> so the difference between real 3D and fake 3D and I forgot all about 3D. Goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. So mm. you know if they say this movie is going to be experience it in real 3D, you know where it's going to be CGI flying everywhere in the third act of this movie. So no, uh, no. yeah, get ready for that. All right, so then uh so now lightning round just a couple of uh quick hits. Uh, Got to wheel out the official Colt 45, the movie podcast. Give a fuck a meter uh, from zero to five. I want you guys to give me a number on how much you give a fuck about these topics. Topic number one, Stranger Things four teaser trailer. Obviously, we watched the other three seasons. We're most likely going to watch season four. They released, I guess you can say footage from it. But uh, zero to five. What did you think of this teaser? Let's go back to Joey. The teaser uh, zero. Uh, <laughs> okay. The the season of uh, uh, five, but like this didn't show you anything. It was a fucking hallway and like voices. <laughs> like there was nothing here. I don't even know why they released this. It wasn't in nothing. What the fuck, man? Like <laughs> they didn't even show anything. And I don't mean like they didn't show anything. Oh, they didn't show anything, and it was like a two minute like trailer or something. Because I don't want to know this storyline or anything like that. I don't want spoilers in a trailer, but god damn, didn't show anything. Like it, it, that there was no I got all hyped up about it all day the day before as they were dropping hints about it was going to come out and then it comes out and it was just nothing. It was just a giant like fucking wet fart and I was like zero. <laughs> all right. So zero from Joey. Uh Montego, how about you, man? Um probably a 2. Um I love Stranger Things, but I think it's time for Stranger Things to go strange away. You know, mm-hmm. it's, the kids are going to be big, you know, and who cares? You know, and, and the trailer was I, I get it. It was a, it was a tease to the tease, but they really didn't show nothing. The only thing I think this thing can really do, which they're not going to do, is go like earlier. You know, I think I could, that's just a flashback. I, I, I would assume that they're showing with, you know, 11 in the, in the room mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, I think it's time for this one to end. I mean, you can only go so far when kids start growing up. The the beauty of the whole thing was kids in the bikes in the suburbs finding shit, you know, and <laughs> mysteries. And that's pretty much over. You know, they're going to be some little bastards, you know, some damn near grown people walking <laughs> around now and stuff. And, you know, that who cares about that? But nah, nah, the, the trailer didn't do anything for me. And only because I watched the other seasons is the only reason why I'm still interested in this. If I would have mm-hmm. saw that without seeing anything else i wouldn't have cared so that that's a shame that i don't care but i, I really don't all so right. yeah a two a two all right that two is pretty good yeah. all right aubrey what about you how do you feel about uh what what number do you give this uh teaser trailer um i'm also gonna give it a zero i was more hyped when they announced what's his face is still alive hopper hopper yeah um when they showed him in russia working that was more (laughs) exciting to me than (laughs) this teaser trailer (laughs) so yeah i i give the teaser trailer zero that news a 100 all right all right (laughs) Uh, and I'm going to give it a one. Uh, it looks like they're going to dive a little bit into Eleven's past. 
Uh, and the footage looked, I mean, yeah, you don't see anything except for like, uh, you know, grungy Plinko games and, uh, you know, stupid little board games, but it, it does kind of, it's a tease. It lets you know that what they're going to be getting into is going to be some in-depth stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a one. Uh, I don't think we have a release date, but, uh, Stranger mm-hmm. Things for, uh, if they are releasing it now, it's got to be coming out pretty soon. All right. So then, and then the second topic is, for Walt Disney World, they're going to be opening up their Star Wars Hotel uh, 2022 uh, Galactic Star Cruiser. And mm-hmm. this week they had a teaser for, quote unquote, a real lightsaber. So uh, zero to five, what did you think of the look of the real lightsaber? And let's go to our guest, Mr. Montego. Oh, funny enough, man, I watched a bunch of stuff on this lightsaber because I just had to figure it out. So there's, of course, a bunch of videos out there that shows you how it's actually done. Ah. And uh, um, it's it's kind of like a tape measure. And with uh, with uh, paper around the, t- the tape measure, it goes up and goes down with LED lights within it. And it works supposed to work really well, especially in the hotel. And this the 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 footage that I saw was like, well, these you won't be able to do the lightsaber battles like you know the, the super nerds who got to go to the the lightsaber schools and stuff like that and and do all that stuff. So you you won't be able to use that like that. So basically, you'll be able to extend it and lower it and wave it around and things like that. I guess it's cool. I got a couple of I have what two force effect lightsabers and that's cool everybody always wanted to press the button and, and have it come waving out but at the end of the day it's still like you know some paper uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it'll look cool so i'm interested to see it i can't wait to see it but you know i don't know you can't tear them up y'all no more lightsaber battles that's for sure <laughs> not with that, this one all right so what's what's your number uh, between zero five? Oh, well yeah right uh i guess I guess, shit, if I'm in Disneyland, it's going to be a four. If, if I'm at Disney World, I'm going to be like, where's the damn lightsaber? <laughs> you know, but right now, I guess it would probably be about a, a three. It's a, a three. good three. Okay. I'm interested. All right, cool. All right. Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about the footage of the lightsaber teaser? I was excited about it until I heard <laughs> it was paper. <laughs> <laughs> and now I just am sad. <laughs> It's like I've watched Capone all over again. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Try curtain. shitting yourself and see if anything changes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what, what's your what's your number for it, Aubrey? Uh, I'm gonna give it a two. It's still really cool. Yeah. Uh, I wish that they would just develop it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Joey. What about you, dude? Oh man, I I don't really know what they're gonna use it for. If this is just something the uh, characters use when you're in the park or whatever it, it looks great i mean it looks really cool as something like physical that you could be standing next to somebody and see them use so i mean that's a five mm-hmm. um the actual galactic star cruiser hotel i mean that if it's what they're saying it is which is like a two-day like fully immersed like star wars like role-playing event for you and your family like that's a fucking five out of five that's a five five. i'm right there with you yeah i mean (laughs) the things that they're saying about this this thing where like you know the bus will drop you off and then you get on a fucking elevator to the hotel but it looks like you're in a fucking spaceship taking a a ship there and there's no windows you look out the windows you see space like 
this shit sounds amazing. Is it going to work in real time? I don't know. Will I ever be able to afford to go? Probably not. So I'll never go in my lifetime. Get out of here. <laughs> so, so the excitement for that's a zero because I'm never going to be able to afford to go unless I hit the lottery. But um, yeah, no, I mean, it looks cool. I'd probably say yeah, overall, after all those numbers I threw out, I'd give it like a three. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, uh, I think it looks really cool. Yeah, it's not, uh, you know, it's not a quote unquote real lightsaber, but the visual for what they showed, I think it looks pretty cool. I don't know what you would use it for, but uh, based on looks alone and, you know, thinking about when I was a kid, like getting to this point where you can have something that looks like that. I'm giving it a four. I think it looks awesome. All right. All right. So, uh, so yeah, so that's it. That is all that we got for the news for this week. All right. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll come right back with our review without remorse. My name is Nicholas Haskins, and I'd like a moment of your time to tell you about the fifth annual live stream for the cure. To do that, I brought along two people whom I couldn't do this event without Gerald Morris and Dan Brennick. Over the past four years, the live stream for The Cure has raised over $30,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. That contribution is helping to fund research into cancer immunotherapy, training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer. This year, we're aiming for our biggest goal yet as we try to raise $15,000 in 50 hours on the air. Tune in May 19th through the 23rd as we're joined live by podcasters and content creators from around the world. With your help, we can continue the fight for a future immune to cancer. Together, we can make a difference. And we are back. All right, guys, we all had a chance to check out the newest movie on Amazon Prime. Michael B. Jordan is Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. We're going to go non-spoiler with our impressions to start, as always, and Markellis will play the drop, delineating spoilers. If you haven't seen it, you can bounce. The rest of you can stick around while we discuss it a little more in depth. But to start, what did you think of Without Remorse? We'll go with our guest, Mr. Montego Bradley. Uh uh fantastic man this <laughs> this kind of crap is right up my alley i i love tom clancy anything tom clancy video games i love jack ryan that's on amazon prime i love all the patriot games i've read books i'm a tom clancy whore dude so <laughs> this, was, this was perfect jack and the, the movie didn't disappoint man it didn't disappoint it gave you everything you wanted all the way to the end and so yes that's all. Yes. So it was pure rainbow sex for you. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> with glitter. <laughs> all right. Aubrey, what did you think? It was boring. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Where's the price is right losing horn? <laughs> all right. Uh, Mark Ellis, how about you? Uh, it stars Michael B. Jordan, so automatically it's going to get a high score. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the movie was good. It wasn't great, uh, but it definitely was – it was what I thought it was going to be, just not as great as I was hoping it was going to be. They are who we thought they were. Huh? Uh, yeah, so for me, I got to tell you guys, 
thought this was pretty blah. <laughs> Y'all gonna steal my joy. <laughs> Welcome I'm to Soul Wizard over podcast. to Aubrey's side. I gotta be honest with you guys. Uh, I was I was mostly bored throughout the movie. Wow. I just wasn't feeling it at all. I, I couldn't believe how blah and boring this was. Um, yeah, I just wasn't feeling it at all. But we'll get into that. Before we do, does anyone have any non-spoiler thoughts? Yeah, I, I want to say it's, uh, you know, if you are a fan of other Tom Clancy movies, uh, I, th- I think you might you might enjoy this movie. I think it's definitely worth checking out. I think I want to agree with Agree with you 100%. I'm a serious uh, Tom Clancy fan. But not only that, the spy genre, not like the James Bond, you know, fake spy genre, but the, the really real spy genre. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had me. I mean, the the fact that stuff isn't like blowing up 50, uh, you know, every every 50 frames is is a good thing to, to me. So it's that slow burn is a is a beautiful thing. But I don't even feel like it had a slow burn. But anyway, mm-hmm. anyway good. It's good, y'all. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's drop the drop, Marcellus, and let's spoil without remorse. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future, and I had to prevent it. All right. So we're going to start with things we liked. Aubrey, we're going to start with you, because it doesn't sound like there was a lot. Was there anything you liked about this movie? Um, It was consistent with other Tom Clancy things. <laughs> in what way it it screamed tom clancy it was military mystery stuff it was dark you're yawning just trying to discuss the movie <laughs> <laughs> tried so hard to actually like pay attention to this movie i was like it's gonna mean so much to mark ellis if i pay attention to this movie i can do this i can do this i couldn't do it I knew about 20 minutes into this movie, I was like, Aubrey's going to fucking hate this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted so badly to like it. I just, I couldn't get into it at all. Um, It is very Tom Clancy. If you like Tom Clancy stuff, you definitely will like this movie. It has that uh, special ops feel to it. It, It's just, it's very much so that type of movie. So... That I can appreciate for the people that enjoy that type of stuff, but I, I don't feel like they did that wrong. It's just not my type of movie. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Mark Ellis, how about you? Oh yeah. So there's a lot that I actually did like about this movie. Um, let's see. I don't even know where. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, the guy getting run over by the van in the beginning of the movie was one of the Ooh. most epic car like person getting run over by a vehicle i've ever seen in a movie like that was amazing i had to rewind it i i think they really killed that guy <laughs> <laughs> he took one for the movie <laughs> um i love the i love the the beginning interrogation scene the first character that he goes after it's he sets the car on fire and goes inside and you know the car is like engulfed in fire and he's trying to get answers from the the, the bad guy the last bad guy that he talks to, it's surrounded by water. So I like that kind of like, you know, yin and yang of it. I, I thought that was actually pretty cool. Um, I love Jamie Bell's character. I thought he was an asshole. I had no idea. Like, I knew he was an asshole from like the second. I had no idea he was going to turn out to be a cool character uh, towards the end of it. So that surprised the hell out of me. 
I like the uh, the prison fight scene. I thought was pretty cool. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, but it did kind of feel like by the numbers of a, like a spy thriller. It didn't seem like it had like that kind of extra oomph to like make you go, Oh my God, this is like, this is like head and shoulders above any other action movie. It just felt like a very like check the box, um, uh, go by the numbers action movie. It would not to say it's bad. It's entertaining, but I was hoping for just like a little bit extra more, uh, story wise. But it has Michael B. Jordan, so you know that's right there. That's enough for me. All right, Mark Hillis is the easy man to please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Montego, you're over there gushing about this movie. Tell us the things you liked. I will continue to gush, man. Um, one thing that, that was uh, really special to me about this was that um, the John Clark character, the Mar- Michael B. Jordan character. Uh, these books are never, you know, really about you know, the, the heavy hitters, they're, they're normally more spy or they're like, you know, ultra sneaky, sneaky military in the, in the jungle. And so, because they did a little bit of that with, with both with, uh, with John, the John Clark character, I, I dug it so much. And then I, I, I just had a nerdgasm when like, J- Jamie Bell, who I like really, I really, really, really like him, but he was Robert Ritter. And Ritter is a uh, Mark. He's a piece of shit in, in, the, in, the, <laughs> in the, the the stories and stuff. Okay. Uh, uh, and he was the same. He's the same character that was in Patriot Games that got that was co um, you know directors of the CIA with Harrison Ford. He's just a piece of shit. So to see that he used to be kind of was a dick and was kind of cool, and then not he wasn't anymore was was just beautiful. Now I will say. That the senator being the bad guy was pretty obvious, you know. <laughs> it was like, ooh, y'all could have did better than that. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, I kind of gave it the pandemic. I'll allow it, you know. I'll <laughs> 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 allow it. Y'all only had so much as y'all could do with this thing. But I, I really enjoyed it. I love that Karen Greer was Greer's niece. You know, he's you know either either uh, the guy on the the show, the TV show. Either his niece or James Earl Jones's niece, mm-hmm. you know, one or the other. Yep. And so it was just, uh, it was a the familiarity of the characters. I, I love that they keep making these characters in this universe younger, and you know, instead of just let them grow old, and you get to the point that you're like, I, I hate these old ass characters, like they about to do with uh, Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones. Please stop, you know. Anyway, <laughs> no, <laughs> just leave him alone and let him, you know, get a new one. Anyway. I, I, it's a, a so much I, I loved about it, and the whole tone of these uh, these um these movies was is is what I love about them. I love the pacing of how this movie went. It's, it was in complete uh, step with the rest of the Tom Clancy things. If you've seen any other Tom Clancy movie, you wouldn't be surprised if you know from that. So mm-hmm. so much uh, so much Joey, so much just so much. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Things I liked about the movie. Um, uh, Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I like Michael B. Jordan in it. But then again, like Markella said, I like Michael B. Jordan in anything. I mean, he's even good in fan four stick. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. (laughs) So it's hard to say like that's really a positive. Like I'm expecting him to be good in it. I liked a lot of the action sequences. I, I really did like the a lot of the action sequences. Some of them were a little dark, a little hard to see. Um, not just because there was a black. What are you saying, Joey? But 
like some of them were a little darkly shot, but the uh, for the most part, I really liked the action sequences. I loved the fight between him and the guards in the Russian prison. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. I thought that was pretty badass. Um, I loved, you know, like just everything about that whole scene was, was great. I love the way he, you know, got prepared and he, then he turned this, the faucet on and he's like getting himself ready to fight like 15 guys at a time. So I thought that was a really cool sequence. Probably the best one in the movie to me. Um, it's just everything in between the, the action sequences. Like I, I had a hard time following what was happening. I couldn't believe Guy Pierce was the bad guy. I was like, no, not lockdown. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, outside of the action sequences in the movie, which are all really well shot. And there's a lot of money put into this. Like, I don't know what happened to Amazon open up their wallet. Was this always an Amazon movie, Mark? Or was this something they bought from somebody else? Or No, this was supposed to be released in theaters. This was a theatrical one. Okay. I was going to say, because you can tell there's money behind, <laughs> behind this, regardless of how we feel different ways about the movie. It, it looks great. Like there's This is clearly made with a higher budget. So... Um, I'm glad Jeff Bezos opened his wallet up and let us see it. But I can say that now because I don't work for Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, other than the action sequences, though, I mean, I could watch them on YouTube and get the same effect. So that was it for me. Unfortunately, unlike Montego, I'm not like immersed in the Tom Clancy universe. So these like little uh, things about this person is this person is that person is this person means absolutely nothing to me. So it was very, very uh, boring in that respect. But with the good must come the bad. Aubrey, I know you've been waiting. What didn't you like about without remorse? It was just boring. <laughs> like you said, I couldn't follow it. I had a, a really hard time following it. And probably part of that was because for me, it just was not interesting. So it was kind of hard to figure out where everything's going. Like one second he's in jail, the next he's not and is attacking somebody. And then he's back in jail, but then he's not. And so that was really just disjointed for me. So I I had a hard time following it. And that was very frustrating. And it made the movie worse to me, honestly. All right. Mark Ellis. How about you? You know, I just realized that Jamie Bell was also in Fantastic Four as uh, Ben Grimm. I just made that connection. Yeah, there wasn't really a lot that I didn't like. Like I said, I just wish that there was like something a little bit extra to the story. Like as soon as Guy Pierce came on the screen, I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) That's the bad guy right there. It's the real Mandarin. (laughs) What's he doing? As soon as he showed up and he's like the guy who's like, oh, I'm I'm actually a good guy. And I I don't really understand what's going on. I'm like, motherfucker, we've watched enough Guy Pierce movies to know that you're the smartest guy in the room. You were the fucking bad guy. You're always the bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) So that I was a little like, ah, that kind of sucked. And there is an amazing scene. Like I thought for sure uh, the big shootout at the at the end of the movie when uh, he's like, all right, I'm going to go up to the roof. I'm going to create some cover fire so you guys can get out the back way. I'm like, oh, he's going to die. Like this is he's dead at, at the end of this. So when he figured out a way to to like he stumbled down the stairs and he blows, you know, throws a grenade and blows up the the first floor of the hotel. And then he walks out in like the, uh, the guy's uniform, like the other guy's like uh, outfit, like covered. I'm like, Oh, that's a, you know, it's a movie trope, but you know, that's, that's fine. I'll allow it. But he was, um, but then I started to think, how did he get that guy's outfit off of him? 
and then get dressed when he could barely walk down the stairs. And scramble then, it. <laughs> and then he drove the van back to the to the hideout. And I'm like, oh, okay. So maybe the outfit wasn't that hard to to get on. And then they show her like unbuckling like all of these buckles. And I'm like, how the fuck did he put that suit on? When he could barely move. He could barely like stand up. So a little thing like that, I'm just like, ah, that, that kind of sucks. But that's the only like only bad thing that I that they kind of took me out of the movie. Um, and I just want to say real quick, uh, I did love the end, like the, the post credit scene. I actually thought that was pretty cool because, because then when they, when they winked at the camera and like, this girl is Jim Greer's niece and I'm like, who the fuck is Jim Greer? So I literally spent like, after I watched the movie, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to watch an hour of a clear and present danger. Uh, and then, oh no, uh, Patriot games. Um, and then I watched like all the Patriot games and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to watch the first episode of Jack Ryan. <laughs> and I'm on episode six right now. So yeah, this, this movie, it opened up the Tom Clancy. Like, uh, I felt like a person who like never saw any MCU movie, but watched Ant-Man and a Wasp. And I was like, Ooh, I kind of like Paul Rudd. What else? What other movies has he been in? And, uh, as Ant-Man and now it's opened up this whole new world for me. Welcome. Welcome, Mark. Welcome. <laughs> Have a seat. It's all good in here. Oh, boy. All right, Mar- Montego Bradley, what do you got for things oh. you didn't like about the movie? What I didn't like was the same thing uh, that uh, Mark just said was uh, the guy Pierce because, you know, especially my, my lasting impression of him right now is, is of the Mandarin. And he was kind of the same way. And But I said, no, nah, they're not going to do that. But when he was like, he's on the team. I'm like, uh, shit, he, he not giving a damn what nobody's saying. He's making sure this dude is there. And lo and behold, but I was like, nah, that's too obvious. Lo and behold, that's what ended up happening. It was kind of like, oh, damn. But oh, well, you know, I, I, I kind of just dismissed it, but it, that was pretty weak. And, um, the, uh, the clothes, I will also agree with Mark. Um, I think they should have, should have been a little like, disheveled on him and it would have been a little bit more believable that he, mm-hmm. he put it on but you know and, and maybe a little bit more smoke and i was looking at his face when he was walking out in that face mask and i was like you can see your brother ain't no <laughs> back rushing i was like oh no hide your face look down on the floor <laughs> but other than that I, I really don't have any complaints uh like you said the amount of money that they they put in it was was beautiful and like Mark said, I almost just had a stroke with the Rainbow Six or a reference, man. I was like, oh, my God, please do another <laughs> one. Please, please give me a Rainbow movie. But, uh, yeah, that that the Guy Pierce thing was probably the worst thing in the whole in the whole thing, because it was just so obvious that, you know, the secretary of state is the only person that could have pulled all this stuff off uh, aside from the president. Mm-hmm. And we saw that movie already, you know, and it was. But clear and present danger, the president was going to jail, you know, so and Iron Man two or three, <laughs> Iron Man three. Right? So, nah, but that's it, though. That's the only thing I didn't like about it. All right. Well, you know, for me, I'm kind of on, on Team Aubrey for this one. Like it just didn't keep my interest in between the action sequences. And I think. It might be partially my fault. I was expecting more of like a John Wick type of movie. 
Oh, like nobody. Huh? <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, it was like, oh, they killed his family and now he's going out for revenge. But then there was also like, well, yeah, he is. But also here's all this like geopolitical thriller stuff going on. And he's still part of like a team of soldiers and playing by rules. And I don't know. I just thought he was going to go like AWOL and start killing everybody. But and he did like a little bit, but not really. So, like, my expectations were kind of like, oh, okay, that's not this kind of movie, I guess. And then mm-hmm. I just – I couldn't follow, like, what they were even talking about for most of the movie. Like, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, who is what? What is happening? Like, again, I'm not, like, immersed in John Clancy stuff. I've never – John Clancy, Tom Clancy stuff. <laughs> I've never read his uh, his novels or anything. Obviously, I played the games. I played Rainbow Six. I played Splinter Cell. But I, I just didn't get the get the love of the stuff in between the action sequences. So mostly I was just bored. Like that's that's the problem with the movie. There's nothing wrong with the movie. It looks good. All the performances are fine. There's no glaring poor direction or anything. It's just it felt like a string of cool action scenes with like really boring talking in between. And I was just very blah. Sadly, I had some remorse after watching it. I was not without remorse. (laughs) So that's that's it for me. But let's get a score. Let's wrap this up. Aubrey, zero to five, five being the best, zero being the worst for without remorse on Amazon. And I'm going to give it a uh, one strictly for Michael B. Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even a one and a half because he took his shirt off? No. I saw that already. (laughs) All right, Marcellus, how about you? Harvey's like, I've already seen Creed 1 and 2. That's old old news. (laughs) (laughs) Saw him Black Panther when he had all those weird dots on him. (laughs) Seriously, when does does he keep his shirt on is the question. That's that's the question. In the contract, that shirt got to come off. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, it is kind of paint by the numbers, um, action thriller. And like I said, it did kind of point me in a Tom Clancy direction. Cause I kind of wanted to see what a story like that, uh, what a, a different, uh, director script writer could do with the Tom Clancy adventure. So, um, uh, but this is, it's good. It's good. I'm going to give it a, a 3.5 out of five. Cause I, like I said, I just wanted a little bit extra story-wise. Okay, and Montego, you've been gushing over there this whole time. What do you got? I'm going to give it a four, man. I'm going to give it a four, a nice, smooth four. Um, the uh, the bad guy thing was kind of kind of unforgivable, but again, it was still – everything else clicked and it was righteous. And um, I enjoyed the hell out of myself. I think I enjoyed this movie uh, probably as much as I've enjoyed Nobody. And those You're I enjoyed those movies too much. I mean, just so much, you know, since this pandemic started, because, you know, we've been getting half ass movies, you know, (laughs) we got this, you know, but this was really good. Yeah. And Mark, go check out the finish, finish, finish that Amazon Prime Jack Ryan. Both seasons. So good. (laughs) There's two seasons on. Damn. Well, (laughs) two, two, brother. (laughs) All right. Well, for me, I am going to give it a right down the middle. Two and a half out of five. This is this to me is the definition of a two and a half out of five movie. I will probably not remember. I even watched this in about a month or two. Very generic. 
it existed. It was moving pictures on a screen. There's nothing to be offended about, and there was nothing to get excited about. It was just there. That's all I got. (laughs) So let's wrap this bad boy up before we tap it up, and let's get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got? I recommend everybody go buy Pokemon Snap, because that's all I've done for the past three days or so and i have i'm on the last level now so it came out almost two weeks ago but i left my switch at josh's house so i couldn't play it (laughs) and since i started it that's all i've done all right sounds awesome mark ellis how about you yeah i recommended this app before Uh, it's called tubi t-u-b-i uh just a a streaming app that they have a lot of tv shows and movies Uh, i was flipping through it and you know how when you scroll through Netflix, you know, it's like dramas and you, you know, zip through and eventually you wind up going back to where you started. With Tubi, I was like zipping through the action movies and I got to about a thousand before I realized it's not going to loop back. <laughs> There's a lot of movies there. So I watched The Raid again, uh, The Raid Redemption because it was on there. And um, damn, that movie's amazing. Holy shit. I know we always talk about why don't they just get the, the people who did The Raid? To do this movie, but the raid is fucking amazing. If you haven't seen it, you want to know what we've always, what we've been talking about this whole time. Uh, it's on Tubi. There is, unfortunately, there is commercials that play in the middle of it, but it's free. And the raid is rated R and badass. And it's, God, uh, it's good. It's, it's, it's like a six out of five. Movie. <laughs> it's so good. It's, and I've seen it, I've seen it before, but it, for some reason, it's like way better than I remember it. Um, it's just, it's stunning. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen a raid, probably one of the best action movies ever. Yeah, I know, Mark Montego, you still haven't seen it, have you? You haven't seen it, man. <laughs> still haven't seen it. Dude. All right, well, we're bringing you back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Montego, tell everybody where they can find you and Fans on Patrol and give them a recommendation. Oh, man, if you, uh, if, for everything Fans on Patrol, you can go to our website, fansonpatrol.com. We have links to... All the things that we do, we have our our show archives, we have fan art, we have articles, we have things like that. We have a link to get those T-shirts, man. You know, we have that T Public link right at the top of it. Uh, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we're on YouTube. Oh, also uh, Instagram. So um, that's it, man. Fansofpatrol.com. Y'all got y'all fa- y'all social media beautiful. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> gracious! That's it. Just go to Fans of Patrol. You'll find us. Um, my recommendation. I was uh I was wondering if anybody else was gonna recommend it. I I I watched the first two three episodes last week of uh, Star Wars: The Bad Batch came on Disney Plus, and uh, so good. If you if you like animation, if you enjoyed the uh, not all the seasons of the Clone Wars, but at least the last like three seasons of the Clone Wars and um, the Star Wars Rebels. Man, they pick up really good. The writing was rock solid, and the uh, animation was good. I enjoyed it. Me and my daughter watched it. They the first episode was two episodes, and then they they put another one like a couple days later. So it was uh, pretty much three episodes in one week. And if you like that's the kind of stuff, it's beautiful. Enjoyed it. So that's my recommendation, y'all. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming by. We love thank having you here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I love it here. <laughs> Everyone should check out Fans on Patrol. They deserve much, much, much years on their product. It's fantastic. I listen every week. So, thank you, Joe. 
I will recommend that everyone goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. There's movie reviews. There's streaming picks. There's so much more at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube.com backslash SoWizardPodcast. There's hours of free exclusive content there, interviews, unboxings, trailer reactions, tons of supplemental content to the podcast. So check it out. You can support us on Patreon. That's Patreon.com backslash SoWizardPodcast where there is extra exclusive episodes of the show for those of us – for those of you willing to support us on Patreon – this month, the only place to hear our review of the Mitchells versus the Machines. Uh, myself and Adam will be discussing our top five Star Wars vehicles. And I don't know what the hell I'm going to watch for my own little mini-sode, but I'm sure it'll be exciting. So check out our Patreon. And uh, yeah, I will recommend uh, grab yourself your video games. There's a bunch of cool stuff coming out. Like Aubrey said, Pokemon Snap on Switch. Uh, Resident Evil 8 just dropped, and uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is coming out this week as well. I have Mass Effect on pre-order. I am frothing at the mouth to play games I've already beaten three or four times each, again, with better graphics. But uh, yeah, I guess that's a problem. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for uh, Mass Effect 1 and 2, and I guess I'll play Mass Effect 3, I guess. <laughs> choice part of the package so um enough said but mass effect legendary edition coming out this week so check it out but that my friends is gonna do it for episode number 353 of the so wizard podcast i have been your host joey DiCarlo, my co-host our guest mr montego bradley check out our show yo that's how i can't think of nothing else <laughs> fansofpatrol.com <laughs> And the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. <laughs> the expert, Mr. Marquis. Marcellus Rake. Uh, everybody have a great week. Watch some movies and Wakanda forever. We'll see you guys next week for Spiral, the Book of Saw. Ew. Good, <laughs> Good journey. <laughs> <laughs>